what's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of I'm Mostly Okay. It's been a long time since I've been on here. It's been quite a few weeks since the last episode was uploaded and just to, you know, make sure that my audience and I are on the same page. Um, hopefully this was clear before, but this podcast wasn't created necessarily to be like a regular thing. Um, I wanted to stick to a schedule as much as possible for uploading, but ultimately this was, you know, just an outlet for if I felt like I had something to say or something to talk about, then I was going to sit down at the computer and record it and hope that maybe what I talked about would help other people. But it wasn't, you know, I'm going to upload at this time every single week and it's going to be this, you know, super structured endeavor. That just wasn't the vision I had for the podcast. Um, that could change in the future if, you know, it's something that becomes really successful or I get people that are kind of itching to hear from me more then I could definitely see that happening. But right now, it's just kind of, if I have something on my mind, then I'm going to talk about it and hope that, you know, at least some of you are interested enough that you want to listen. <laughs> so there's my intro. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in um, and coming back after all this time. I hope that you all had a really, you know, great winter break. We had a super awesome time. We went to... Um, Ronnie and I went to Colorado for a little while to spend some time with my family, which was super great. And it was the first time that he got to see my hometown. So that was hometown. <laughs> I, I went to high school there, but um, it was really cool to, to show him all that. I showed him my old high school and where I used to live and where I used to work. And he got to see a little bit of, you know, what it was like growing up out there and <laughs> Ronnie has this thing where he is always trying to convince me that we should move out of California because it's so expensive here. And so slowly but surely, I'm trying to show him other states and places and why California is better than them. And so something that worked in my favor while we were there is that it was so cold. I think one of the days it was like 19 degrees. So that uh, helped him to check Colorado off his list. And I know that I have people on here who are diehard, you know, Colorado lovers, Colorado natives. I get it. I'm not denying that it's a beautiful place because it really is. The mountains are gorgeous. It's, it, you can't deny any of that. But I still stand behind my opinion that, you know, California just has it all. Can't find another place like it. So anyways, getting into... This week's episode, um, obviously, you know, a lot of you are maybe thinking about New Year's resolutions or goals. Um, I feel like every other year it kind of flip-flops. You'll have one year where everyone's like, oh, I don't want to hear about your resolutions. It's so cheesy. Everyone says they're going to set these goals and then it never really happens. And so it's kind of almost like this negative experience. And then the next year people are like, it's really cathartic for them. Like everyone wants to share what their plans are and kind of the popular movement is to, you know, focus on self-care and self-love and what are you going to do to be a better person? And this year it's kind of the same. I feel like everyone had 
I mean, there were definitely some mixed experiences in 2020, but overall it was a complete shit show. So everyone (laughs) is kind of hoping to move forward in a more positive way. Um, I do kind of think it's funny, this idea. I mean, I, I guess I was even holding on to it a little bit too, that just because the year changed and now we're in 2021, that the world is somehow going to be completely different than 2020 was. And it's, I mean, honestly, it's nothing more than wishful thinking. Like we are still in the middle of a global pandemic. Numbers are still rising in lots of places. I think I just saw that uh, the UK is going back on lockdown. Like (laughs) it's not the the current global state is not something that's just going to change overnight. So while I am all for and I completely support, you know, we as people trying to move forward and to have better habits and to be better people and work harder and try to make the best out of our situations, you know, I I don't want to delude anybody into thinking that just because it's a new year, everything's going to change. You know, you have to facilitate that change within yourself. And that is kind of what I want to talk about in this week's episode. It's going to be a little bit of kind of goal sharing and how I chose what my goals for 2021 are, but also a reflection on why I didn't reach my goals in the past. So maybe if you're someone that has struggled with this idea of New Year's resolutions, some of this could maybe help you. Um, So all of this started on our drive back from Colorado, which was awful. It was supposed to take, I think, like 16 and a half hours. It ended up taking close to 21 or maybe even 22. We got crazy snowed in in Hesperia and uh, it was a total mess. Anyways, we were listening to um, a couple different podcasts. And one that we listened to a lot of was uh, The Armchair Expert. And that's with Dak Shepard, where he invites different guests, actors, actresses, comedians, um, specialties in certain fields to come on and they just, you know, talk. And I do really enjoy those type of, you know, kind of chit chat episodes. And the one in particular that I'm thinking of was with, I want to say her name is Angela Duckworth. And if I remember correctly, she's a human behavior psychologist. I could be wrong. Definitely go look it up. I We were listening on Spotify. It's a really great podcast. Um, but she and Dax were kind of talking about the same thing. You know, what are, what are your goals? What are the things that motivate you in life? And a little bit of their dialogue was really interesting to me. And that was when they were talking about high level goals and high level motivations. Because there are some things in life that you know, you can become really fascinated with and maybe even, you know, passionate about. And it can consume a lot of your time. Maybe it's a new, you know, hobby or TV show or type of music or skill that you're trying to learn. And there can be ebbs and flows of, you know, that type of fascination or interest in different subjects and things. But ultimately what Angela was talking about are was, you know, what are the things in life that don't ebb and flow? What are your passions that are consistent? What are the things that you care about and it doesn't 
you know, the, the intensity of that passion doesn't necessarily change throughout your life. It's always there. And so then I had to kind of think for myself, what types of passions are those? And here's the thing. They don't have to be things that you felt your entire life because you do grow as a person. So it could be something that you discovered in the last two years, but hopefully you're able to tell the difference between something that is, you know, an interest and something that is an external motivator to the type of person that you want to be. Because I think that they're really different things. And I'll say, for example, um, and this will be, this is hard to say. (laughs) I would say that fitness is something that is a real interest of mine and I do care about it and I recognize its importance and it's been a huge part of my life for a long time. Um, I was an athlete in high school. I was an athlete in college. You know, it, it was something that was really important to me, but I realized that there are other things that have kind of come forward that I you know, I'll, I'll put on a pedestal over fitness that I'll I'll bring to the forefront and fitness just kind of gets put to the back burner and I, I care less about it. And so I wouldn't say that that is necessarily a strong motivator throughout all of my life. Now, you know, fitness versus health, I think that's a totally different thing. And health is something that I am concerned with all the time. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more when I talk about my goals, but I think that fitness and health are two different things. And so health, I would say is a common, you know, that's a deep, deep passion of mine. Another one that I have discovered recently that I care a lot about, um, is environmentalism and, and sustainable living. And that is, it's a really intense journey trying to figure out how do I live more sustainably, um, especially in a household where, you know, maybe your partner isn't as concerned with it as you are. I know that Ronnie and I (laughs) have issues all the time talking about, you know, is it important for us to purchase this or have this thing, or do we need to buy this new, or can we hold off? Can we fix it? Can we repair it? You know, that kind of thing. And so both of us are trying to find a balance. I'm still trying to discover, you know, what that even means. Do I want to be a minimalist, like what is my sustainability path going to be? But that is something that I know for sure isn't going to change or go away. It's something that I care very, very deeply about. And the amount of research that I've poured into living more sustainably in itself is, you know, enough for some people's lifetimes. So I know that I've talked about that a lot before. Um, If you guys are interested in more sustainability content, I'd love to share it. I think it's super fun and interesting. Um, But those are just, those are examples of things, you know, fitness is something that an interest of mine, I don't think it's an external motivator for my life. But sustainability and health are things that I factor into what type of person I want to be every single day. And so that was kind of the conversation between Angela and Dax on the podcast. And I was, I wanted to be able to articulate those things 
for myself, you know, even physically writing it down on paper, I think would be a really important exercise to kind of, you know, lay out what my values are, have those changed in the last, you know, four or five years. Um, I, I would say that I definitely think they have. So that's something that I, I, I want to do. I haven't done it yet. It's, I feel like it's going to take a lot of, you know, introspection and looking in on myself and trying to be brutally honest with, are these values that guide my life? Are they things that I need to work towards? What do I need to improve? You know, that's a really tough self-conversation, but I urge, you know, anybody who's listening to do that as well. Physically write down not, not what your goals are, not what your interests are, but what are, you know, they don't even have to be tangible, but motivators to your life and what what values and morals make you the type of person that you are or the type of person that you want to be if if you're not quite there yet. And if possible, you know, take take that outline and create an action plan for yourself. And I would say that this type of exercise the timeline on this, I don't think is something that anyone could do in a year. I mean, it's a lifelong practice to, to try and be the person that we want to become, right? I mean, what's the saying? Like, always be better than you were the day before. That's a constant growth cycle. So hopefully that's, you know, something that is interesting to you guys and you want to undertake and if you want to message me on Instagram and share what those motivators are, I'd love to hear them. Maybe if I can create an outline, I'll share mine. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty personal, but I mean, I've already put a lot of myself on the internet. So what's, what's a little more, you know, um, which, and that is actually a great segue to my next point. And that is, you know, as I was sitting in the car, we're listening to this podcast, I'm kind of looking in on myself like, oh, do I even have, you know, passions that run that deep that that drive my behaviors in life? Then I started to think a little bit more about what type of goals I've made in the past. And even the goals that I have repeatedly set for me, set for myself this year. And I I'm thinking, you know, have I reached them? What type of actions am I taking to try and reach them? Are they good goals? You know, just general questions. I'm, I'm kind of thinking in this car ride. And there was one common theme that I noticed that I found just really disappointing. And it was a, a hard truth to kind of accept. And there was sort of a in an internal battle going like, no, it's not really that way. It's actually this way. And then, uh, no, it is. And that was, I guess the best way to put it is my, what my actual goals are versus what is motivating me to those goals. And what I realized was that while the goals themselves may have been positive and and focused on the overall improvement of me the the motivations were selfish or egotistical or 
focused a lot on other people's perception of me. I'll give you guys some examples. Um, I've made a lot of fitness and health goals this year. (laughs) I've talked a little bit in the podcast so far about, you know, the type of weight that I've been putting on in quarantine and other struggles that I'm having um, with gyms being closed, struggling with depressive and anxiety-related behaviors that are kind of keeping me in this little apartment for months and months on end. And so I would say probably in April, you know, I started to say like, oh, you know what, I'm going to, I got to get on this fitness schedule and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to lose X amount of weight by this time. And I even, you know, I started up some challenges with my family and friends trying to stay focused on that. And then they kind of fell to the wayside. And then it was like, oh, you know, the the working out is hard right now because I don't have the right tools. So I'll try to work on my diet. And so, you know, Ronnie and I ventured into veganism for a bit, which I think I mentioned this before. It really did make me feel like so much better, but it was so difficult. We had such a hard time maintaining it. Um, and the, the cost to maintain it, the, the way that we were approaching it just wasn't sustainable for us. And that was completely our error. That wasn't in any way to say that being a vegan is too expensive. We just, we were doing it wrong. And so that kind of fell to the wayside. And then, you know, I was on this intermittent fasting schedule for a while, which I actually found to be incredibly effective And then we went away for the holidays. And so it's kind of slipped away a little bit. And now I'm doing my best to to kind of get back on it. I've had a lot of fitness and health related goals this year, none of which I have achieved. And while ultimately trying to be a healthier person, you know, that would, that is beneficial for me. I love to be able to feel strong again. I don't want to deal with the kind of exhaustion that I'm dealing with. Um, I'm having like joint problems. I mean, I literally feel like an old woman and I know that, you know, losing some weight and eating healthier would improve those issues for me. But what I realized was the motivation that I was clinging to, to try and reach those goals wasn't about me being a healthier person. It wasn't because I wanted to, you know, be able to run the way that I used to or be able to lift as much as I used to be able to. It was because I wanted other people to perceive me as strong and in shape and attractive. And, I, you know, I was struggling with the way that Ronnie felt about me and you know, was he looking at me the same way he did when we first met when I was, you know, X amount of pounds lighter and skinnier and more, more athletic. And, you know, my old friends, were they looking at me and thinking that, oh my gosh, she's put on so much weight in college. She looks awful. And my family, you know, like, oh, Audrey used to be really athletic and thin. Were they, and here's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) I know that that's irrational. 
I, I can look at that kind of more objectively and be like, no, they weren't thinking those things or saying those things. But the motivation for achieving the goals that I had set were to kind of quell those fears about the thoughts that nobody was having. I wasn't trying to get healthy for myself. I was trying to get healthy for everyone else around me to look at me and say, oh, she's healthy. And not only are those not strong enough motivators to encourage you to keep working towards something, it's also extremely debilitating when you don't achieve a goal And then it's not only that you are letting yourself down, but you're also letting down the people that you think care about your goals, even though they don't. So this was kind of a really eye-opening moment for me to kind of look and see like, oh, I've been saying that I want to get healthy for myself, but ultimately that wasn't what I was doing. And... That made me, I had to rethink my my whole model, you know. I was like how, it's one thing to set different goals. And it's even another thing to create different action plans that are maybe, you know, better equipped to deal with possible interruptions or, you know, your schedule or just how you're feeling. Like what type of allowances are you going to give yourself? Those, those are manageable. But trying to articulate and change what motivates you is an incredibly difficult, almost like a self-healing process. And I am still trying to work through that. So one exercise that I found really helpful was, and this is, This is going to make every, let's see, counselor, old teacher, hopefully smile, is I actually wrote SMART goals. And the reason that I did SMART goals was because I needed things that were so, so, so specific. There was no way that I could confuse myself or trick myself into believing that someone else cared specifically about that thing I was working on. And so what I mean is, instead of making a goal or a resolution to lose weight, like overall, yes, that's what I'm trying to do. But specifically, what are specific strength and fitness goals that will help me achieve that? So I'm looking at, you know, I wrote a goal for how many push-ups I want to be able to do by the end of the year, a very a specific number that I want to accomplish that I can do in a row, unassisted, without breaks, by the end of the year. No one, you know, my friends, my old coworkers, my family, no one is going to be saying, oh, she can only do, you know, she can only do 10 push-ups. That's not enough. You know what I mean? So being so specific I want to be able to run a mile in this time by the end of the year. I want to be able to squat this much weight by the end of the year. Those are so detailed that my mind can't even make up a lie about somebody else caring about those things. So those goals specifically are for me. It changes my motivation from external perception to internal. 
And I think, I hope, I mean, obviously we'll, we'll see. I hope that that helps keep me on track longer because nothing else was working. Caring too much about what other people thought not only was holding me back, but it was tearing me down every single time I failed or every single time I came up short. I wasn't just letting myself down. It wasn't even that I was just letting myself or Ronnie down. It was like a whole, everyone in my life is let down by this thing that I couldn't do, even though none of them knew about it. And I, I, I mean, trust me. I know how crazy it sounds. I'm sitting here recording this. And I'm like, oh, geez, I don't know if anyone else even experiences this. But I have to think that some of you do because I have gotten enough replies and feedback on previous episodes to know that many of you are, you know, just as anxious and somewhat crazy as I am in, in this last year. And so I'm just trying to you know, give some guidance and how I'm attempting to overcome these mental hurdles, you know, as they come. And as I mentioned earlier, I, I don't want anyone deluded into thinking that 2021 suddenly brings, you know, new promise and things are going to be completely different. It's going to be a long time before the world returns to any semblance of, of normal. And, you know, we are going to have to do a lot of work as individuals to make change in our own lives and to become the people that we want to be. So this is kind of a, a stepping stone on and, you know, a couple exercises if you want to try them on how to kind of maybe remove all the things that were holding you back and kind of this really just incorrect thinking about what goals matter and what should be motivating you and hopefully hopefully turn that into something else hopefully turn it into something more self-positive and and with more gratitude and ultimately in the end i'm hoping that this makes it you know feel that much more gratifying when we do accomplish our goals. So that was what I wanted to talk about this week. And like I mentioned before, if you guys are interested in sharing any of your thoughts or even questions with me, um, most of you, you know, have me on Instagram. So feel free to DM me on there. And I'd love to share updates with this as well, you know, as I kind of work through the exercises and try to lay out my own plans. So let me know if you are interested in hearing any of that. But that's all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And I will talk to you sometime next Tuesday, maybe the Tuesday after that. Who knows? Anyways, have a good day and happy Tuesday. Bye.